yesterday I was transfixed with the TV, uh, an hour and a half watching the fallout of a presser that uh, Trump gave and uh, how he came up with even the wording of alt-left. I mean, they're protesters. How can they be alt-left? Uh, Chris handed me this article today uh, written by um, a professor. His name is Richard E. Frankel. He's an associate professor of modern German history at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. And uh, this article was published originally uh, about after he heard Trump's uh, response in Charlottesville. So it was published and focuses on his earlier statements, Trump's earlier statements. Of course, Trump upped his game yesterday. And uh, Dr. Frankel joins us on the line right now. Uh, good to, good to you, uh, have you here on the show. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for, for inviting me. I'm glad to do it. Listen, uh, you mentioned in your article, it isn't often that historians get to see their work gain such re- relevance in the uh, present. Unfortunately, this is the case for you. What does that feel like? Uh, yeah, it's a little it's a little disconcerting, you know. Um, Nazi Germany is a subject that's, that's obviously very popular uh, in, in most times, um, and it's used, you know, to, to attack people, to call people, you know, this person's a Hitler or this is just like Nazi Germany. And you know, normally what we do during normal times is to, is to kind of tamp that down and warn people not to use that too, uh, too readily, you know, that, that most comparisons, you know, aren't uh, that valid. Uh, it's strange to have to, you know, to, to be in a situation now where um, those comparisons are, are unfortunately more apt. And you have to say that you have to remind people what's what's really going on. So it's um, yeah, you want to be obviously you want to be relevant and you want to be be helpful with what you're doing. It's it's usually not as as um, as um, uh, as relevant and as, as potentially dangerous as it is these days. Can you talk? Can you give us some examples of some valid comparisons that you're seeing um, in the states to uh, what happened in in German history? Um, that you find specifically most worrying? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, the, the, the presence of people with the kinds of ideas um, that you see being expressed during those marches uh, in Charlottesville, uh, people like Steve Bannon, people like Stephen Miller, um, you know, those people are, always existed. Um, and so that's not necessarily the issue. It's, it's when they're that close to, to power, when in fact they are actually in power. Uh, and that was the key, one of the key issues for, for Germany. Again, the Nazis had existed and they had uh, caused a great deal of, of problems before they ever came into power. Uh, but, of course, they couldn't do what they wanted to do unless they um, gained control of the state. And that's really what made something like the Holocaust possible is that uh, you had an extreme a group of an extraordinarily extreme ideology um, gain control of the most modern, the most advanced industrial military state in Europe. Um, and so that combination of seeing them um, feeling comfortable in expressing themselves the way they're doing um, and now being uh, right at the seat of power, that's, that's a really dangerous thing. And that's, that's eerily, eerily reminiscent you know, uh, we, we've heard from Jewish groups for years saying never forget and the importance of keeping, the, you know, what happened in Germany, in Nazi Germany, in the four. It's interesting because you wouldn't imagine that would inspire a, a group uh, to, to take the side of the Nazis. But that seems to be 
the case of what's going on right now with neo-Nazi groups and uh, white supremacists in, in the States. I mean, in Charlottesville, they were chanting about Jews. It was very scary. So to see this uh, group in a physical space, uh, should we believe that, you know, they're off the Internet now, they're in a physical space? They say that you haven't seen anything yet. Should we believe that there are more numbers of these people just waiting in the wings right now that t- till they feel that, you know, it's their time to, you know, to proudly show themselves and, and gain acceptance in the states? Uh, I think, yeah, I think now it is it is a time to to worry that that, as I said, that confidence, that willingness to go out in public and and, you know, not wear masks, right, not wear the, the hoods anymore um, is is a very significant step uh, forward in that regard. As I said, they've, they've existed for, for quite some time. The numbers of these uh, extreme groups, including militia groups, uh, have been on the rise. Um, it's when they feel validated. Again, when normally what happens is that uh, the powers that be um, denounce them. You know that they're not mainstream. That this is just beyond the pale. This is not acceptable um, language. These are not acceptable ideas to express. Um, but when that doesn't come from the top, uh, that's when they feel okay. You know, we've got someone who who agrees with us. And when it's at the highest level of authority, you know, there's nothing there's nothing above the president at this point. Uh, that's when it really matters. And so um, I think you will see. Potentially more people. There are people out there who, who are, have already been active, and there are people who who haven't been active but kind of sympathize and agree. And now maybe we'll feel okay. Now this is a group to join. So it really does depend on on the response. That's is, really the key. Is there a danger in uh, you know yesterday with regards to what Trump said yesterday, which I'm sure you found shocking? Is there a danger in creating a moral equivalency between protesters and neo Nazis, or Robert E. Lee and George Washington, for that matter? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an outrageous um, thing to do. I mean, if you think about, uh, and that, that's that's partly why I, I, I wrote the piece that I did is is to you know that you have to remind people. You know, obviously, everyone, most people, you know, obviously not everybody, but most people understand the swastika is, is, is bad, it's evil, it's, it's representative of Nazi Germany. But sometimes you have to go a little deeper and remind people actually what, what that was all about and what people really did, you know, under that banner. And so the idea that you could um, place people who go out and, and oppose those who are flying that flag and, and make a moral equivalence is, is beyond outrageous. Not only should they should they not be condemned and made into some kind of equivalent of just you know left and right, uh, they should be they should be commended, you know, for what they're doing is brave uh, to go out against people who are are angry and who are violent and as we saw there, in many cases heavily armed, and to stand up for are supposed to be American values and for the president of all people again to come out and and again not condemn them but also place them on the same level and say in a sense they're no worse they're no better than than um, than those people who are flying the Nazi flag that's it's just staggering it's something I would have never imagined hearing and it's amazing that you say that because Richard Frankel is who we're speaking with right now. He's a professor of modern German history at the University of Lafayette, uh, in Louisiana at Lafayette. I mean, this is what you study on an ongoing basis. So if you're saying you can't believe what you're seeing, then that really scares me. Can Donald Trump turn this around? Uh, you know, that's that's another kind of another factor is, is 
he himself. You know, I mean, uh, it's not surprising to me what he believes. This is this is has not been a secret. Um, he has been associated. He's expressed ideas like this in the past. Um, it's that it's it's really shocking the, the way that he's saying it now. The, the the really blunt way that he's saying it. That he's doubling down on it. He obviously was very frustrated that he had to say what he did the second time, you know, on Saturday to, or I should say on, on Monday to come out and claim, you know, that he was condemning them. Um, he obviously does not like to acknowledge he's done something wrong that he shouldn't have done. And I think that was eating at him. Um, the, um, the fact that he, um, I'm sorry, I'm losing my, my, my train. Well, I just asked if second. he could turn it around, and, I'm, and what I'm guessing right. is well, unless he want, doesn't want to turn it around. Right, and that's, I, I don't think. I mean, he's not the kind of person to do that right. on the one hand. And again, it's, it's, it is what he believes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to come out and condemn it, you know, the tepid way that he did was completely disingenuous. He doesn't want to. So it would be purely, from my mind, purely political you know, strategy to do yeah. that. Some kind of realization that if he's going to, you know, um, salvage his presidency at this point and be able to do anything, he has to somehow, you know, put that behind him. I don't know. I don't know if that's in him to do. It seems to be, um, again, not just what he believes, but in his in his nature to not go back on these kinds of things. Well, Professor so Frankel, I have a feeling you're going to be writing a few more papers in the coming days. Oh, I. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, um, I'm glad to use my, you know, my, my knowledge. It's, it's unfortunate, as, as we said, that yeah. uh, it's coming so close to home. I appreciate your time today. Have yourself a, a good weekend, and thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you. I'm, I'm glad I was able to, uh, to talk about it. Thank you very much. Cheers. That's Richard Frankel. He's professor of modern German history at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette, talking about, you know, uh, what's going on and what he fr- finds uh, scary about what Donald Trump said yesterday.